Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Glad to have you. Appreciate you stopping by. Great news of K uh, on a Wednesday, the bottom of the hour. We're going to talk about the connection that Cal Ripken Jr., the former baseball player, Will Ferrell, the comedic, uh, comedic actor, and actor Kevin Costner. The connection that Fer- Ferrell sort of alludes to them having was one I'd never heard about. It, it's a very odd one. I, w- I would never have connected those three guys together. But she's got that for you. She also has the story of static electricity in, in one part of Arizona that you might want to be careful about and much more. So we've got all that going on and then some. Um, I want to start off this hour, though. By the way, that is Sam. That is Polo. I am Joe. Glad to have you here for the Joe Pag Show. KLB at the bottom of the hour. Let me say this as clearly as I can. You are not overqualified. Let me just put that out there. It blows my mind to hear people say, I'm overqualified. So I didn't get the job because I'm overqualified. Well, no, you're not. If I have a job available for you, and you apply for the job, and you give me a resume that is way, way, way more qualified or qualifications or experience than I even asked for, I want to hire you because you're going to bring me even more. Now, if you don't accept the job because the money isn't good enough, that's not because you're overqualified. That's because you didn't want to accept that amount of money. Now, that's a different thing. But you are not overqualified. I got to tell you, man, the way employment works in this country in this day and age blows my mind. Because people try to use this against me when they send me dumb emails and stuff. But I was happy to deliver pizzas. I was happy to make pizzas. I was happy to be a pizza manager. I was happy to drive a dump truck. I was happy to play in clubs with my saxophone. I was happy to do all these things to make some money. For me, I don't have employment because it proves to other people how great I am or something. I don't really care what other people think about the employment that I that I have. Now, in this job, it's different because I do need the reaction and the positivity from the from the audience or else I don't succeed from my advertisers. It's a little bit different there, but I don't do it because I'm proven to you how qualified I am. I'm doing it because it's a job I'm good at and they pay me good money to do it and I make them good money by being employed by them. So when you say something like, I'm overqualified, I call BS. Oftentimes you'll hear about people with college degrees or they're a doctor of this, or a professor of that, or a master's in the other thing, and they're sitting on their couch at home unemployed. A lot of people who were in that position were getting an unemployment check. And my question is, I'm sorry, you're making zero, you're taking free money from taxpayers or from the previous employers that you had, or where they found the money, because they mixed it all up now. You're collecting that while telling me that you're over qualify that's why you're not working at, a, at another job you can go today and get a burger flipper job or go get a job that you find to be demeaning or beneath you and and do that job and make a paycheck have gainful employment but you choose not to because you put yourself in a category that's overqualified i have never ever ever never heard of an employer looking at somebody saying i'm not going to hire you because you're overqualified i've never heard that the only people that i hear that qualification from or that exclamation from is from people who didn't take the job or didn't get offered the job. Two scenarios here. You go in, you apply for the job, and you finally get that sit-down interview, which I guess is rare these days. Everybody's applying for jobs online now. And the interview process is very different than when I was coming up, but I used to walk into a place and say, hey, can I work here? And then I would either get the job or not. But if you walk in and have the interview, either A, you were not offered the job, and then you walked away and told somebody that, that cares about you that you were overqualified. Or B, you were offered the job, but it was at a pay rate that you didn't find to be enough. Now, when you're making nothing or you're getting unemployment, anything is enough. 
And the old saying, it's easier to get a job when you have a job, is true. It just is. Now, it's not because I saw a study that proves that. It's because I've been employed since I was 12. And I know that getting a job while you have a job is much easier. A, it seems more desirable to the, to the person hiring at the next job that you already have gainful employment probably in the industry that they're working in. And you could go ahead and, and, and bring with them immediate. Jump into the job, do the job. I already know what you're doing. I see your history, I see the book work, I see the radio work, I see the, the driving capabilities. Whatever it happens, wherever the job happens to be, I see you doing it now successfully. I'll pay you X amount of more dollars to have you come and do it for me. That makes it easier. Plus, there just seems to be a different level of confidence in a man or a woman that has a job when they walk in looking to move up, get the next level job, or whatever. There's a different way that you carry yourself when you have gainful employment. Now, you might, you might be getting as much in unemployment as you were getting before. That may be the case. But there's still a different gait and stride to a person that has a really good job that he or she earned and worked into. And now you're getting that paycheck, which proves to you that that company thinks that you're valuable. Now again, I'm not saying money makes you valuable as a human. I'm saying your work makes you valuable to that company, which is why they, they choose to give you that currency, that dinero, that stuff, that money. So let me say it again. You're not overqualified for a job. You're just not. Nobody is. Because if I'm hiring, and I've got employees at Joe Pags Media, if I'm hiring and you apply, and you used to be a top-level TV talk show host, but you're applying for my job, you're not overqualified. You're bringing a wealth of experience to my job. And you'll take what I'm offering? Well, God bless you. You're in. So let me... Disabuse any of you out there who are walking around thinking that you're overqualified. You're not. Not even for a second. If you weren't offered the job, there's a reason why. And maybe before you leave, ask the person, hey, how could I have done better? Or what could I do to maybe get that job next time? They love questions like that because it shows that you're engaged. I've asked questions like that my whole life and it got me the next job. Or if they offered you less than you think you're worth, really consider how much you're making working zero. Really think about how much it's going to cost you in your savings to not take that job. Because let's say you want $20 an hour, and they're offering 10 or 15 And you say to yourself, I'm worth more than that. But instead of considering yourself overqualified, why not take the 10 or 15 dip less into your savings, maybe stop taking unemployment, which is not giving you any confidence or ability to work a, the next job. Why not take that job, and while you have it, like I said before, easier to get a job when you have a job, look for a better one or add a second job. Right, a third job. People in this day and age actually get offended when I say get another job. I'm already working 40 hours. That should be enough. You know, in a perfect world, maybe it should be. But for you, it's not. Go get a second job. Work another 10. Work another 20. Work another 40 if you have to. Now, when I was a manager at Domino's Pizza as a young guy, not really knowing what my future looked like yet, I worked one week 96 hours. 96 because I was working on a bonus, a commission of whatever the income was to the, to the pizza store. I would get a bigger piece of it if I did better. I think we had 20% of the bottom line, which was very nice. On top of $350 a week that, the week that I thought was, holy crap, I'm going to make that much money. I'm going to make $1,400 a month? Holy crap, that's awesome. So putting yourself in a position where you think you're above the job, whatever it happens to be, you're not if you're collecting zero and you've got zero gainful employment. The job, any job, is above you. Second thing, if you're not getting jobs, ask them why. They'll be happy to tell you. Third, if you're offered a job and it's less than you think that you should be getting paid, 
take the job and work your way into the perfect job for you, which is a much better thing to do, much easier thing to do when you're working. I got to tell you, what I just said is not controversial. What I just said is the way we did work in this country probably for the first 250 years. Actually, are we, yeah, for the first 250, all of a sudden recently, we stopped doing that, which is very strange to me. It's very strange. Let me see, 1776, it would be 250 would be, 2026 will be 250. So for the first 220 years, we did it that way. And something changed in the last generation or two to where the government has convinced us that you're better than that. Let me give you some Medicaid. Let me give you some some food stamps. Let me give you some SNAP. Let me give you some welfare. And, and, and then, you know, the perfect job knocks on your door. Then you can go. I'm going to make this as clear as I can. The perfect job is never going to knock on your door. You got to go knock on its. Okay? Hopefully, I've empowered you a little bit. And if you're mad at me for what I just said, have at me. Let's go. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. The bottom line is, you've got to take care of you, your future, your profession, learning whatever skill it is that you want, a job that you really, really desire. And if you don't do it, it's on you. But don't ever, 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 never, in earshot of me, say again, I'm overqualified for these jobs. Because you're not. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Got to remind you about the best-selling Eden Pure Thunderstorm air purifier. You know, it uses great technology. It's called Oxy Technology. It destroys viruses, takes care of odors, gets that mold out of the air, and so much more. Over 375,000 have been sold. It works, and it works very well. Any smell, any odor is going to vanish. After a few seconds with the thunderstorm being on, I'm talking litter boxes, trash cans, cigarette smoke, dirty diapers, whatever you can think of, it will seek out and destroy Because it sends out O3 molecules. They go after the odors. These molecules even go behind and under furniture. Nothing can hide from the thunderstorm. And best of all, save a bunch of money. You don't have to order any filters. You have to replace filters in this thing. It doesn't take filters. So start enjoying your home again. Get several thunderstorms right now. You can save $200 on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack for the entire home. Get three units for under $200. Put one in your basement, your bedroom, your family room, your kitchen, anywhere you need clean, fresh air. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. Use discount code PAGS3 to save $200. That's EdenPureDeals.com. Discount code is P-A-G-S, the number three. We're back after this. Stay here. Joe Pags. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by and posting right now a reel up on Instagram. It's about Trump not being on the ballot. If you're just joining us, at the end of last hour, we had breaking news. It was just coming through, I think, at 44 minutes after the last hour. And uh, the breaking news is that Illinois trying to keep Trump off the ballot. And it's just not going to work. And they just have to stop. What they're doing is as much distraction as they possibly can. And it's not okay. So I'm just going to finish putting this up there. I want everybody to go over to uh, to Instagram and watch it. It's Joe Pags, actually Joe Talk Show. Joe Talk Show. Go there right now. And uh, enough is enough. Let them know you're not going to fall for the okie doke. So let me just post this. Talk amongst yourselves. So now, again, I mentioned breaking news the other day and what it actually is. Breaking news is when it's just happening. And this just happened at the end of last hour. So we're going to per- we're going to perfectly use the breaking news nomenclature or the moniker because it really is um a lot of people will use that and it's not well this is so uh we're going to post this up there i want again i urge you to go 
and uh, make sure that you you share this around. Make sure that you make your voice heard with whoever your legislators are and tell them enough is enough. Stop this garbage. It's not going to work. It's just dumb. The Supreme Court of the United States needs to take this up and get this done right this second. All right. So do me a favor. Go over to Instagram, Joe Talk Show. I'm not going to put this on TikTok. TikTok will, will ban this and delete it if you put anything up there about insurrection. So I'm not going to put it up there, but I'll put it on, um, on Instagram right now. And I will probably, after the show, make a shorter version for YouTube. All right. So get there right now. It's Joe Talk Show. And it is now posted. Boom. Done. Have a nice day. And I think that's great radio when you, when you post something on social media while you're on the radio. Um, I, uh, I mentioned before we hit the break that um, you cannot be overqualified for a job. You either don't take the pay that they're offering or you didn't get the job offered. And uh, Zeke's saying he, he disagrees a little bit. Zeke, what's on your mind? Hi. Well, uh, good evening, Mr. Paggs. Hey. I appreciate you having me on the show. You bet. So as a, as a matter of philosophical first principle, I agree. If you can get any job to be of service to an, another employer, yes. to your community, you should absolutely take that job. It's, it's better than the alternative. Right. Unfortunately, I'm unable to agree with you that in practice, that's the way it works in this country. How so? And it may be, now it may be because uh, perhaps the employer thinks that you, given your qualifications, you wouldn't want to work for for that wage. So that maybe they will proactively not fire you. Now, let me give you an example from my past. So I was uh, licensed as a property and casualty insurance producer. I worked it for a business uh, for USAA through a business process outsourcing okay. company. And I, I applied for a position, a similar position for various reasons with travelers. And uh, they had a position where everyone went through the licensing program. That was their protocol. That was their procedure. At, at a certain level of scale, that, that is what the bean counters thought was most sufficient. So I wasn't offered the job because I already had a license. And it was their, their protocol and their procedure that everyone starts from, from square one and works upward. Uh, now, uh, Again, that's my experience. You know, again, it could be because that so the an offer is not made because uh, the the employer gets the sense that you wouldn't accept the job for whatever pay, but you, but the employee doesn't uh, or the prospective employee doesn't always get the the job to say no, you're wrong. I will I will work for that. I'm happy to be of service for at at any wage that is a, that is appropriate under these circumstances. So I'm not following. This is a job that's available, but they're only hiring people that don't have licenses. Why would you even have applied for it? Because you're not somebody who fits that category. Well, because that was just the uh, uh, well. I didn't know that until I went. I, w- I went in, but uh, they didn't have a separate category. Oh, you already have a license. Well, in that case, we will give you some. You know, like that. That was just their entry level position, and you either fit that that category, or you did not. Uh, now you, I might say, well, uh, they might say, well, you were overqualified. I don't know what how they would have they would have uh, characterized it, but it seems to be the, the, the uh, very similar, at least very similar to the situation that you were describing. Uh, and again, I'm not following you. So, they did, did did you apply for that job or not? I did. I did. Yes. And they and they and did I not was, hire you. Are, what did they say when they didn't hire you? Oh, I, I wasn't given a uh, in some like at least from the the uh, um, I, I wasn't told. In so many words, I said, "Yeah, yeah. Our protocol is uh, we we typically hire for you know someone in this position." And I was I got the sense I think the correct one. I'm a rather intuitive person that I was not hired because I had I already had a license, and they didn't want to make special 
arrangements, you know, for someone who didn't have a license because their their procedure was yeah. to train everyone from square one. Well, well see, I, 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 don't, I don't know you, so I'm not I'm not saying that you, that what you're saying is not exactly the way that it went down. Let me just say this in a very general sense. You're making an assumption right. you can't make. They would have had to tell you we didn't hire you because. They didn't tell you that. You made the assumption that you were overqualified, and that's an assumption that maybe made, made you feel better, and maybe it truly you, you're right. But I would have said this, and honestly, I would have said this. I'm not saying because I'm on the radio. I would have looked at them and said, hey, I want to work that job. I don't care that it's entry level. I'm applying for it because I want it. Tell me why I'm not going to get the job or tell me why I didn't get the job. I'd go back and actually educate myself on exactly what went down. I don't think you can make that assumption. You, you sound intuitive. You sound very intelligent. But you can't make that assumption unless the person who didn't hire you told you why you weren't hired. I would have asked the question. Well, maybe I should have. Uh, I won't. I don't want to... Uh... Uh, I, first of all, I appreciate you taking my call. I, yeah, I disagree with your interpretation, but, okay. but thank you for having me on your show. You got it, brother. And listen, I, I hear what you say, and then I respond to what you say, and you don't have to agree with me, which is the beautiful part about people listening to my show. Maybe other shows need you to agree. I don't. But I'm going to stick to my guns and say, if you're not hired for a job and you're making the assumption you're overqualified, I'm saying you can't, in reality, without evidence, you know, feelings don't 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 get you jobs or not. If you didn't get it, I asked the question, hey, why didn't that happen? And I've done that in my career. And it actually rubs people the wrong way sometimes. That's too bad. If I didn't get the job, I want to know why you didn't give me the job. Let me go back at it. Let me say hello to um, Uma, who is in Houston. Uma, what's going on? Hey, Joe. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. I've only got about a minute, but it's all yours. Okay. All right. Uh, So I moved from Malaysia to um, Houston in 2016. And um, I could not find a job because everything that I wanted to do was in Washington, D.C. Oh, okay. And I had a dream job. I moved here basically so that my kids would have a better education. And I started off a job, unfortunately, with $13 an hour, <laughs> started as a desk clerk because that was all. Um, I, I don't know. For some reason, nobody else wanted to hire me, but it, so I just took it. And Good. I moved up the company pretty fast from the desk clerk to um, an import coordinator and then export coordinator, distribution. They made me a supervisor. After yes. It. Now I'm a national account manager. You know? I love that. I mean, that's um, the American way, right? Take the low job and then work your way up. Exactly. And, you know, I, I can't, I came here legally. I know you speak about illegal immigrants. I cannot stand them because I do not want. I do not want to take free handouts. Yes. I would feel so disgraced if I did. You know, Oma, um, uh, you uh, take listen, a lot to be here. I, 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 I'm out of time. I want you to call back. Promise me you'll call back. Will you? <laughs> Definitely. When? No, well, Oma, <laughs> so. no, when we're talking about immigration or working or, or you know, really learning how to enjoy the American dream, I want to hear from you again. Keep it here. Coming Joe back. Pags.